Brilliantly acrobatic save. Shaq has caught it. Sharon! Starting with an attacking play on the second half, just as the ball kicks off, DJ Sticks running with the ball, DJ Sticks passes DJ Stones, wow, DJ Stones run past Leonel Messi, runs past Cristiano Ronaldo, passes to Fernandino, Fernandino passes back to DJ Stones, DJ Stones takes a shot and he misses, but DJ Sticks is there for the rebound and he hits it in and wow! That right there, ladies and gentlemen, is classic play and this is the VAR Show! Welcome everybody Welcome To another exciting, exciting installment Of the V-A-R Show With your host that does the most The one that is great at making toast mm-hmm. The one, the only DJ Stones And with me here is The man who is influenced uh-huh. By Belling The up. things that need to be influenced What? What am I saying? <laughs> <laughs> the man, the myth, DJ Sticks. Yeah. Don't know what happened with that introduction, but anyway. I think I think it's co- you. You saving all your brain cells for what is to come. <laughs> yes. Power but saving mode. We are about to go into war. We, we are about to. For those who don't know, who didn't listen to our last show, we went through a full on debate, <laughs> and we, because of time, we could not finish it. Yes. So we've we've basically had not we. He's had a week. To go really consider oh, is it? what I said yeah. and give me his output. But before we go into any of those discussions, before we go into any of those tunes, to give you a bit of a breather, let us jump into these tunes. Mr. 
moment. That is just a lie that you tell yourself when it's tragic. But I believe in miracles. I don't believe in magic. Made in his image, most of y'all don't hear me. Looking for identity in the things that you give it. The gift, not the giver, man, it's cold in the winter. When you place your life existence up looking like you's a winner. That S-Class Mercedes, Bugatti, get that Bentley. Won't fit up in my coffin when I die, can't take him with me. But still I let him tip me and show me what I'm worth. When none of them can solve my problems or my hurt, reject me. This is not the first time I'm involved, I'm just getting my feet wet. And this won't be the last time I tell the world about your love And they tell me I'm a reject Oh, they look at me like a reject Yup, don't treat me like a reject Cause it's just how we treated my king It's for Christ's sake All I wanna be is a reject We are back. We are back. We are back. Where do we even resume? I think, I think before we we go anywhere, mm-hmm. let us first speak about the other the other um, awards that were given out. Yes, we weren't able to speak about those because um, obviously you you decided to just go. You decided to ch- to challenge me. Is it? I'm joking. <laughs> so. The Ballon d'Or Dafimen went to. I hope I can say this person's name right. This is. It went to Antenna Bomati, which is a currently a boss playing in Barcelona. She's a midfielder for Barcelona and the Spanish national team. Oh yeah, Catalonia's there, reigning, defending. <laughs> undisputed, undisputed female <laughs> champion doing what needs to be done. The Gert Mueller Trophy, the Gert Mueller Trophy, previously known as the Striker of the Year, went to Erling Haaland. No surprise there. So, after its establishment, it went, it's, it's only been to Robert Lewandowski. And now, and Erling, now Holland. Erling Holland. That's good. With the most awards going to Lewandowski at two. Wow. So Holland has time to beat that. Wow, wow, wow. He has time in the Euros. Then Copa the Copa the the Copa Trophy, which is for the young star or the the best performing young player under the age of twenty one. Right? Mm-hmm. And this year it went to none other than Mr. Bellingol himself, Jude Bellingham. Bellingol! I just imagine, you know, I think they... Uh, is it under the age of 21? Yes. Okay, then it makes sense. Why? Who? who, who because who? I was about to dispute that one. And say who? And say Julian Alvarez. But he's 23. 
No, but no, but no, even though, though. No, listen, hear where I'm coming from. I'm, I'm trying. Obviously. Why, because you won a World Cup? And a treble. Okay. And a treble. Okay. Obviously, Jude, Jude it's, it's mostly, I'm assuming it's, it's, it's mostly with his time with uh, Real Madrid. So, so since the season has started. No, no, it's not. In that's not Madrid. It only includes last season. Yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but, uh, uh, but what I'm saying is that's what makes him eligible. No, it's only his time in Dortmund. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Dortmund in England. Yeah, but I, I think if, if Alvarez was under the age of 21... I, I'll dispute that with your own argument, impact. Mm-hmm. The impact he had with, at Dortmund outweighs the impact he had, Julian Alvarez had at Man City. Yes, they won a treble. And, and Argentina. Yes, yes, they won a treble and they won a World Cup. But what, how many appearances did he have? I don't even know. Let me check. What was his, what was, as a striker, we should look at it at his, as his goal tally, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, Jude, uh, what do we look at with Jude? Jude, we would look at number one, his key passes. He played as a defensive midfielder also, his um, tackles, his breakdown of play. How can you, uh, what are the numbers? Because I'm going to them now. Because with Alvarez, he played 31 matches in the Prem. How many starts? 31. I don't know. Because I'm telling you, he never started for 31 games in the Prem. But nine goals. As a youngster. No, look, I'm not saying it's, he's like bad, you know. I'm but, not saying he's bad or anything. But I'm just saying before we... we I, don't, I don't really see a, a reason why Bellingham wouldn't... Because he was literally the best performing... Um, youngster last season. I don't. There's no youngster that performed better than him, you know. And I'm trying to get to his 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 uh, performance for last season. So if you just give me one second, uh, that would be the 2022-2023 season, right? Mm-hmm. Just to add, uh, World Cup seven matches, four goals. World Cup. Okay. For Argentina. Okay, so if I go look at Bellingham, right? Bellingham had played 31 games, 8 goals, 5 assists, right? Mm-hmm. And I want to see if they're going to give me his key passes and other stuff. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not getting starts here. Okay, uh, there's not a lot of information out on it, but I was going to, what I wanted to see was... How many? What are what what are their passes? You know, what are what are they they? Because we want to know what the overall performance was. What was their impact on their game? Mm-hmm. And you also saw it towards the end of the season, like when he wasn't really in as much because of injury. How they ended up bottling that league. And we can't say the same for 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 Alvarez. But he was important last season. Yeah, he was, but he, he wasn't detrimental to the team. Yeah, obviously, because he's in Man City, if we're being honest. If you look at Jude Bellingham when Haaland was there, his impact was not as big. Yeah, but he was way younger. But, and I was just a year younger. Yeah, but like, who was in their midfield when he, when he think when Haaland was there? I don't even know. He wasn't a part of their core midfield. What? Go check. No ways. Bellingham really only came into the scene last season. When Haaland left. When Haaland left. 
Don't you want to say he only started shining when Haaland left? No, as in he only really started playing a lot once Haaland left. Yes, and so I think if someone like Haaland wasn't in Man City, Julian was going to have a greater impact. I think I think uh, maybe maybe in the future we can have that argument, but as of now, I I don't think so. I don't. I don't. I, I really think if if Dortmund even now had 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 Haaland, Bellingham wasn't going to shine as much. No, I think he would have shined more. No, because then he would. I think why why he 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 didn't shine as much is because they didn't have well they they didn't have that prolific scorer. Because the person who was supposed to be the prolific mm-hmm. scorer obviously had that whole the cancer thing and stuff. So, so there would be games where they would ha- they would he would have his impact, mm-hmm. but they wouldn't they wouldn't win. Okay. They would draw at at like worst case at best case they would draw okay. because of the fact that they're putting in all the midfield work, but there isn't anyone to finish the thing off. Okay, one more question. Yeah. Do you think if Real Madrid had a full-on, like, deadly striker like a Haaland, Bellingham would shine this season? I think he would shine even well. Not not more. He wouldn't shine more. He would still shine. But not as much as he's shining now. Yeah, look, he wouldn't shine as much as he's shining now because he wouldn't be scoring goals. Well, we don't know because they do have a striker. But he's not deadly. And the thing that makes me impressed about Bellingham's goals with Madrid is that He's not supposed to be there. <laughs> exactly. So I'm saying if there was someone no, like there... even if there was a striker... No, he wouldn't. Because he's, 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 he, if you look at the goals he's scoring, right? It's one of two types of goals. It's mm. either he's scoring a screamer, mm-hmm. which he would still be doing even if there was a prolific striker. Doesn't happen often, though. No, I'm saying, right, I'm saying he would still. And the second one is he gets dead balls. So balls that fall into the... Box that aren't intended for him. But I'm saying if there was a striker there who was prolific, right? He wouldn't need to be there. No, no, but he would be but there. But he wouldn't go there because there's, there's like, already someone like if you there. See, if you see the goals that McTominay scored for United, it was similar. He got a ball that wasn't intended for him. Yeah, but what I'm saying is if there's someone there... The right? person, I'm not saying the, as, per- the as, person was there. Who, In the one time it? it was Martial who was there, another time it was Hoyland who was there. The ball is intended for the striker. Something happens and he's in a place where the ball will land. He has anticipation of if something happens, this is where the ball should land. Yeah. And that's why I'm here. But, okay. Uh, okay, one other thing. So remember there was a season when, when, when the, uh, Man City did, uh, didn't have a player like Haaland. Yeah. And what, what would happen? Wouldn't the other players score more goals? Because there's no, there's no striker. But again, it's, but they're not scoring the type of goals he's scoring. The person who scored the most goals in, the, in that team that season, if I'm not mistaken, was the brainer. Mm-hmm. And what was he playing as? As a false nine. Yeah, but I'm saying there's a gap. He there sees is a, a gap. He sees a gap. Yeah, look, I'm not, saying, gap. I'm not saying he would score as much goals as he's scoring now, yeah. right? But I'm not saying at the same time that he would be totally out of the world. I think he oh, would no, be no. almost as impressive as he is now. I agree. He would be almost as impressive. He would be more impressive than the average midfielder. Yeah. He would be more impressive than even if he wasn't scoring goals. Mm-hmm. But he, I'm saying he, he, there'd be, you'd know that Bellingham is in the game. Like, for instance, you know when Modric is in a game. Yeah. He doesn't need to score, but you know. If, if you watch the game, you see. You see. You, see. you know when Kroos is in the game. I agree. 
It's that he would have that, and that's the type of effect he had at, at at Dortmund, where you know this guy is in this game. You can feel when he is in there. You can feel when he's not, especially when him and Royce were in. You could feel it. You'd be like, yeah, yeah. Okay. The team of the year went to none other than Manchester's finest, Manchester United. No. I don't think that's right. I, 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 uh, oh, sorry, I read wrong. It went to yeah. the other club, Man City. It's not 10 years ago, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the team of the year was none other than Manchester City. With the treble? Yashin, the Yashin Trophy, so this is for the, the best um, goalkeeper, went to none other than um, Emiliano Martinez. And then the Women Club of the Year went to Barcelona Fimeni. Yes. They were the best women's club. You know what I'm seeing here, though? Yeah? I'm seeing they they basically dividing the... The positions. What do you mean? Okay, they they starting to. So I'm seeing obviously there's the there's the goalkeeper trophy, which has always been there. Yeah. But now they've they've they've, they've, they've added the striker trophy. I think very soon we're gonna have a defender award as well. Yeah, and you know I think after that they then should abolish the the actual actual Ballon d'Or. So yeah. can we say the the Ballon d'Or is basically like the best like the playmaker? So like overall. The best overall player. So they stand but, out amongst everyone. But then again, like what? And it goes to, and I'm not disagreeing. Yes, it, it, it can be that. But then what they do need to give is now a criteria. What's, what's needed for this What's one? needed. Because now if you say the best striker, well, what is the best striker? It's not the, the person with the most assists. No, it's goals. It's goals. You can't say, no, but this guy, look, Haaland only had... 13, 15 goals. This guy had 12 goals and 10 assists. I'm going to be like, I don't care about assists. I don't want a striker that's assisting. I want a striker that's scoring. Mm. If my striker ends the season off with one assist, but 30 goals, I'm happy. That's what I want, yeah. If my striker, my my main striker, comes out with 30 assists and two goals, I'm not happy. I'm going to go play you as a midfielder then and buy another striker. (laughs) I want a striker. I want someone. I want a Harry Kane. Yeah. Who's going to just score goals? Who's going to have a hat trick of hat tricks in the Bundesliga? Mm-hmm. So that means three games with three goals. Yeah. You know, in a row. So like my my argument is what I was speaking about last week. Even is what is the criteria? What what can we take and go through different? And yeah, I understand if there's like minor changes throughout, right? But there should still be that one common thing. So this is how we do it. Hmm. And until I see that, I'm still going to say that I, I, we don't even know if it's rigged. And I'm telling you now, for people who say, no, you're saying it because it's Messi, it's Messi. If Ronaldo won it this year, I would say the same thing. Mm-hmm. I'd honestly say the same thing. Because now my question becomes, uh, what leagues are, 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 are we accepting in this? Because mm-hmm. now, because now, and this is where the argument comes, you know. Again, so Messi, yes, Messi won the World Cup. Haaland won the treble. So we're now saying, are we saying the World Cup weighs more than winning an, an English treble? They're saying yes. But then what evidence do they have for that? Because I can say in the World Cup, we've had back-to-back winners. In fact, it's not even a, a rarity that you have back-to-back winners, right? You have people who've won it three in a row. Yeah, yeah. If people Brazil has won it three in a row, in fact, we used to have a, our cup never used to look the, this way. 
It changed after they won, they won three in a row. When was that? Brazil's won three in a row. I think two in a row. No, they've won three in a row. I think it's two in a row. Should I take a bet? You guys are about to watch as I get money. Wait, do you have the results already? No, they've won two in a row. They've won two in a row. Damn it. Two in a row. Thank you for not thank you for not taking my money. Only two countries in world history have won back to back. So yeah, you have so you, you have Italy who's won back to back. You have Brazil who's won back to back. Yeah, right? but also look, yeah, it only comes in like four years' time, so you won't have a, lo- a lot of countries that would win. And back-to-back. on top of it, right? Yeah, there's not a, a a wide variety of people who really win the World Cup, if we're honest. Mm-hmm. As you go through this list, right? Italy, so Uruguay won twice. Germany, Brazil. Then you have your England who won once. Brazil, Germany, Argentina, Italy, Argentina, Germany, Brazil. Then you had a France, Brazil, Italy. Then you had a Spain, Germany, France, Argentina. Most teams outside of, out of Spain and England have won it once. Yeah. How many teams have won an English treble? There you go. In the entire existence. And and on top of that, every season you have a chance to win an English treble. So it's not a once in a four years thing. Situation. It's, it's a every year. So, yeah. And I, I know people might disagree with me. I say international football is easier than club football. International football, why people are like, how in the world did such a big team lose to such a small team? Because you're looking at them in terms of star power. In terms of tactic, playing style, these players play different football, different leagues. In fact, you look at the, the Spanish team that won that, that World Cup. Most of them were Barcelona and the rest were Madrid. Yeah, true. Probably and they were so dominant that season. Yeah, probably had like one out, outlier. The 2014 German team, they were mostly from the Bundesliga. Mostly Bayern Munich or Hoffenheim. Mm. Why, does England, why, do, why does England struggle? Because... Most of their, their players, well, besides now, they, they were international players. They played different places. Now you're telling them to come together and now play this one style. Mm. And even English football is like very varied. Like, you know, in your Spain, you have your traditional like Spanish football. So like uh, holding the ball, possession. In England, you have like long ball. Yeah. Plus now there's, there's the Spanish football that's going into English and then it's forming other types of football. So. Yep. And I'm not, my, my question now would be, so what if, what if, right? What if? Um, you have, give me a player, let's say Bellingham. Mm. Bellingham carries on with the season he's having. Because the season he's having, this could lead him to a ball and door, should lead him to a ball and door if it stays Easy. this way. Easy. Easy, right? Now, now, let's say at the same time, you have Sergio Mane who does the exact same thing in the Saudi league and they win the Asian champ- version of the Champions League mm. who should then win the Balando? Jude Bellingham now let's add something into the to the mix Bellingham Madrid doesn't win the Champions League who should win the Balando? Jude Bellingham <laughs> but why? because <laughs> to my knowledge look unless, at the football unless unless Balando is only for 
European football. They they should say they should say that. But that's my point. There is no criteria. Yeah, they should say that. Because you, it's not it's not the federal. It's because you know you have the UEFA awards. The UEFA awards should only encompass UEFA, which is simple. Yeah. Which is the yeah, which is the European Football Association. European Union, yeah. We have the CAFCON awards, which uh, we have the Africa. I think it's called the CAF awards as well, which is only for the African region. Mm. But even with them, I'm not I'm not entirely happy with how they run it. Cause, um, I think you have the same players that win, and it's not just that, right? It's not just that. I'm just trying to give me one second. Let me just get. I want the I want the one for last year. Yeah. Right. I want the one for last year. The player of the year in the CAF Awards was Sadio Mane. Last year. Last year. Now you're probably wondering why do I have that issue, right? This is based off of only international football. Why? Because I don't think he was the best African player in club level. And now my question is, how, why are we awarding what takes place now and then over... What takes place like every week. Yeah. And you could say, no, no, uh, Dr. Stones, but Senegal won, Senegal won the, the AFCON, you know. That's why, that's why they, 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 that's why they did it, right? 2016... Promising talent of the year went to Ke- uh, Kelechi Giannaccio, who played for Manchester Man City. City. Yes. Player of the year 2019, Hafre Akimi played for Dortmund. 2018, Hafre Akimi played for Dortmund. Two years in a row. Yeah. Where's Mares? This was uh, best youth player. Oh, best youth player. 2017, it was Patterson Daka who played for a team in Austria. 2016, it was Awobi, who played for a team in Arsenal. Mm. So I feel like players, right? Who play overseas. Who play overseas. Because now, the fact that there's now a, a, a separation, so now you have a, you have an inter-club player of the year. And you have an outer. And then you have a player of the year. So inter meaning in, in Africa? Within Africa. Oh. And now I, am, I have issues with this thing because Sergio Mane shouldn't be winning. Even if they won CAF, let's be honest, I understand. There should be a Senegalese player who won CAF, who was detrimental to the team, and who won what you call it, and who, who, um, who played in local football. Because I'm telling you now, there's no way in, in, in hell Right, even if Zlatan won the Euros, mm. that Zlatan was going to win best player of UEFA, mm. he was gonna probably go to the UEFA Champions League winner, yeah, because he's not playing in the country, he's not playing in that association, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. and yes, you win one tournament, boohoo, boohoo. <laughs> but anyway, that's a rant for another day, that's a rant for another day. Yeah. But yeah, that is it for the show. I thought that we're going to have a debate, but it seems like we both came to a conclusion that mm-hmm. we need to just stop these awards and give people proposition. Let's, let's, yeah. I don't see why not. The best striker in the world. Award. Award. Yeah. Best midfielder. 
Even though we both know that both of those positions are mastered by Messi. But anyway. Uh, anyway, with that <laughs> said and done. I'm joking. Don't kill me. I'm joking. I'm joking, people. I am joking. With that said and done. Let us end the show. Signing Peace. out. Peace. Active FM, the Netflix of radio. But better. She ain't never seen God in the beating, only seen God in the bleeding. And some are gonna like and hate and make her feel like she's a heathen. No cry for me, cry for me, this is how it goes. But child knows all of your woes, my black rose. She gets weak, and it's not a helping hand up on the scene to be seen. Heaven all seems lost, the garden of intervenes. He handles her a care, and he shows her she a queen. And them thorns are defense mechanisms she never needs. Black Rose.